everyone and welcome to let's talk about dot 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 in today's episode i wanted to talk about the ways villains in fairy tales could have seen the situation but basically tend to play quote-unquote devil's advocate as like every single parent likes to call it uh and i'm just doing this for fun before we get into this i want to remind you to go follow my instagram account the at is let's talk about podcast uh with periods in between each word if confused you can always look at the description of the podcast because i always put it there but that's all so let's get into this episode and a quick little kind of update i guess uh i am posting regularly now i might not be posting regularly for the next two weeks just because my school is changing a little bit and we're kind of moving into different things to say lightly so um i'm sorry if i don't post for the next couple weeks i post every other week normally uh ever since i upload this i've been a little bit rocky with my schedule but hopefully um i can continue to be this consistent i'm currently on break so that's why this is probably coming out like a day early because i normally post on saturdays or sundays but let's get into this so the first villain i'm just going off of like the disney princesses princesses uh kind of like those classics so the first villain and story is snow white now if you didn't know this snow white was actually kind of like a really disturbing movie that's what i'll call it because when you think about it it was just like oh a cute little fairy tale or whatever but when you start getting into like the actual part i guess it's really disturbing um and when you get into like the grim uh, i think that's what their name was like the grim brothers who wrote the fairy tale it's so weird and snow white by the way is like 14 and the prince i don't know what his name is uh yeah she's he sorry he is like 30 so i'm gonna read the overview of the movie this was made in 1937 a really long time ago it says the grim fairy tale gets a technicolor treatment in disney's first animated feature jealous of snow white's beauty the wicked queen orders the murder of her innocent stepdaughter but later discovers that snow white is still alive and hiding in a cottage with seven friendly little miners not like underage like actual miners why did i need to clarify that i don't know disguising herself as a hag the old the queen brings a poison apple to snow white who falls into a death-like sleep that can be broken that can be broken only by a kiss from the prince wow so romantic anyways i'm going to talk about where the evil queen might have seen this and i definitely recognize this is like some things i have a stepmom disney definitely paints stepmoms to be like these horrible people and like there are ups and downs but i think that's kind of weird anyways let's get into this um so the evil step queen or whatever the evil queen is, is it the wicked queen or the evil queen i don't know um i think that she could have seen this as an insecure point of view because normally like you're not born to be like this hatred horrible hag what or whatever they call her like normally you're influenced to be this kind of way i guess is how i can explain it so i don't think that she meant to do all of this out of just a random heinous act i think that she definitely built up 
insecurities over time that have led to like this kind of hatred for people who are more beautiful than her and i think that she just has a lot of anger within her because maybe when snow white's father was still alive she didn't get the attention that she wanted or she needed or that she thought that she um deserved but looking at it from another point of view she could honestly just be selfish i guess because that's how she's portrayed but uh there definitely must have been some things that kind of affected her in her past and i i gotta admit that i kind of feel bad for her but uh, i don't think that she should have acted in the way that she did and i think that's kind of ridiculous to say the least um i'm just scratching my shoulder that's why you hear that so the next one is cinderella uh and the villains in this are like the stepsister and the stepmother i've never had stepsisters um but i have a real sister <laughs> anyways the description for cinderella is with a wicked stepmother and two jealous stepsisters who keep her enslaved in and in rags cinderella stands no chance of attending the royal ball when her fairy godmother appears and magically transforms her reality into a dream come true cinderella enchants the handsome prince charming at the ball but must face the wrath of her enraged stepmother and sisters when the spell wears off at midnight. So I think Cinderella is definitely more known than Snow White. Um, and if you're wondering why I'm reading this, I'm really just reading them to recap for me because I have not seen Cinderella since like I was probably seven years old. I haven't seen a lot of these movies since I was really young. Um, the movies that I've seen more recently are like The Little Mermaid, Mulan, Princess and the Frog, tangled and frozen but anyways um so where the stepsister and stepmother are coming from now again with the stepmother i think that she definitely built up insecurities over time um like disney has this weird thing of portraying everybody who comes into a family as evil which i think is kind of weird um and i know that disney didn't write these stories they're like i think the grim brothers wrote them because a lot of these are just kind of, uh, yeah, the story is by Brothers Grimm, so I just kind of mixed that up. Oh no, that's Sleeping Beauty. Anyways, um, yeah, so definitely I think the stepmother kind of reeled up some insecurities, and I saw this little clip on TikTok, of course, where it's like the stepsister was really sad that she was ugly, and Cinderella, I guess, kind of helped her out or something, so I'm gonna guess that the stepsisters are also really insecure. And all three of them in the film are portrayed to be these ugly, like, well, st looking at beauty standards. They're, like, kind of animated as these really ugly people, um, as their looks, I guess, comparing it to how Cinderella was animated. So I think that, honestly, maybe the stepsisters were told that they were hideous as children because of the stepmother, and she was inflecting her insecurities on those kids. But I, but like I said, like a few minutes ago, I really don't think that these, these characters obviously went through something. And by the way, this is all fictional, so just know that, I guess. Like, I'm not trying to stick up for someone who's bad, I'm just simply trying to give input because it's all fiction. So the next thing is, uh, Sleeping Beauty. If you hear, like, ghost-like noises in the background, I have no clue what that is but I have a lot of weird noises in this house. Um, so the overview is 
filled with jealousy, the evil witch Maleficent, I think, actually, one sec, Maleficent in this um, movie was also voiced, uh, so the person who voiced Maleficent in this movie also voiced the wicked stepmother in the in Cinderella, fun fact. Anyways, um, so filled with jealousy, the evil witch Maleficent curses Princess Aurora to die on her 16th birthday. Thanks to Aurora's guardian fairies, she only falls into a deep sleep that can be ended with a kiss from her betrothed Prince Philip. To prevent Philip from rescuing Aurora, Maleficent kidnaps and imprisons him. The good fairy tale the good fairies are the last hope to free Philip so he can awaken Aurora. Okay, so that yeah, this movie also used to scare me too. Um, so in this movie, Prince Philip was 20 and Aurora was 16, so we're getting kind of less disturbing, like Snow White, but where the villain is coming from. So we kind of understand Maleficent's background because, uh, the newer Maleficent with Angelina Jolie and the other actor, sorry, I don't remember her name, um, we kind of get a background on Maleficent's past and, like, people who have just hurt her and have um kind of been mean to her in the past but i just i don't know how to like explain this i guess i think that maleficent definitely has a lot of trauma relating to normal people um because if you didn't know maleficent is not normal she had like wings and stuff and whatever so i definitely think that again just her wickedness or whatever came from insecurities that have built up over time but I definitely don't think that what she did was right I guess and again I haven't really seen like the original movie that I'm talking about in a while so you never know but I think that's where she came from and I also think that she came from just the side of fear instead of hatred for herself I think she feared what other people could do and I know that she hated the king, I think, because he's the one who cut off her wings, too. In the movie. In the more recent movie. Ooh. Sorry, I had, like, weird voice crack. Um, the next movie is The Little Mermaid. So, the description is, In Disney's Begully animated romp, rebellious 16-year-old mermaid Ariel is fascinated with life on land. On one of her visits to the surface, which are forbidden by her controlling father, King Triton, she falls in love with the prince, with a human prince. Determined to be with her new love, Ariel makes dangerous deal with the sea witch, Ursula, to become human for three days. But when plans go awry, is that how you pronounce it? Maybe. Um, for the star-crossed lovers, the king must make an ultimate sacrifice for his daughter. So this is also, wow, this is, this, uh, sorry, the story is not by the Grimm Brothers, which I thought it was, and I probably, this is a little off topic, I probably want to do a podcast episode talking about the original fairy tales, because, like, I don't know what my viewers, my listenership is or whatever, but they are really dark, um, and I think that'd be kind of fun to investigate, but anyways, uh, where could have Ursula came from? So I think Ursula just came from a lot of, I think, sadness and jealousy. Because looking throughout the movie, she's very obviously an outcast. She, um, she's different, you know? She's like, I think she's half octopus or something like that. 
um, she has a deeper voice, she has a more, I would say, extravagant, um, what's it called, personality, so I think that she just came from a lot of self-hatred, and I think that she just wanted to be like everybody else, and I think that could have been the reason why when she transformed into a human, she was kind of this beautiful, kind of stereotypical version of what, um, the like the royals i guess wanted eric to marry and i think that she just came from being an outcast so she kind of got into a bad place and she started becoming evil and quote-unquote despicable but i definitely don't think that she came from like this horrible point of view oh my gosh my cat is like at the door uh anyways i yeah i don't think that she came from she also could have had a toxic childhood i guess that's something you can roll in because she also her friends like the people who she's around normally we surround ourselves with horrible people and we've had something trouble going on in our childhood i guess so maybe that's where she came from uh yeah so the next movie is beauty and the beast the 1991 version and the story is Oh, well, it doesn't say whose story this was written by. Anyways, an arrogant young prince and his castle servants fall under a spell of, the wicked, of a wicked enchantress who turns him into a hideous beast until he learns to love and be loved in return. The spirited, headstrong village girl Belle enters the beast's castle after he imprisons her father, Maurice. With help from enchanted servants, including Matronly, Miss Potts, Mrs. Potts, Belle begins to draw the cold-hearted beast out of his isolation. So, mm, yeah, I personally don't really like the new remake. That's why I'm talking. I don't really like remakes in general, if I'm being honest. I think Disney remakes are just mm, okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, where it could have, I guess. The villain in this movie is really hard to kind of talk about because there's really mainly three. Number one is the Wicked Enchantress. Number two is Gaston. Gaston's not mentioned in this, but like, you understand. And then I would say number three is the Beast. So we're going to talk about them individually for a little bit. So number one, where the Wicked Enchantress could have been coming from or why she did what she did. I think she did what she did to humble the prince because it says that he was if you watch the movie he was obviously very i would say selfish and he just wasn't a really good person so i think that she came from a very humble beginning i guess but it became too much when she wanted to be like this perfect person who fixed everybody else around her um she might have wanted some control maybe but i don't think that she came from a bad place to do what she did to uh the i forgot his name but the beast or whatever um and then the guest the gaston no gaston i don't think gaston ever came from a good place because this is like the one disney villain that i don't sympathize or empathize with at all because he was just a really bad person he might have had some like insecurities as a child which has led him to be a selfish um horrible person but I just don't see how I could like sympathize with him personally or empathize. And then the beast, I think the beast just, 
um, he kind of is like guest on because he is a little bit greedy at the beginning, but I think that he came from this position where he didn't really have to do anything, um, and he kind of maybe grew up this, or kind of developed this insecurity within himself, um, to where he became greedy and selfish, and yeah, I don't think that he's a villain though, I wouldn't really classify him as like a huge villain, and that's why this movie is hard, because there's so many people, I guess, that have just been meh. Also, a uh, little, what was I gonna say? Um, a little reminder, I think. Um, I also, if I make that like fairy tale episode, I'm gonna be talking about the age difference because I brought it up a couple times this podcast, but seriously, their age differences are so disturbing. Um, I think as we go into like the more recent movies such as Aladdin Mulan and like dot 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 I think that they're pretty good on the age difference and they're more legal in America at least because our legal age of an adult is 18 um and I know that's different in other countries but I think yeah (laughs) anyways so the next movie is Aladdin which I can never spell um this is the uh, overview of it when street rat aladdin frees a genie from a lamp he finds he's his wish is granted however he soon finds out that the evil has other plans for his lamp oh he soon finds that evil has other plans for his lamp and for princess jasmine but aladdin can save princess jasmine and his love for but can sorry i cannot read this one is really confusing but can Aladdin save Princess Jasmine and his love for her for her after she sees that he isn't quite what he appears to be? Okay, wow. Um, yeah, I... Why did I struggle through that so much? I don't even understand. Anyways, Jafar is the bad guy, which he is not really mentioned in that. Um, okay, how to sympathize with Jafar. I would say the easiest way to think about it is he was maybe bullied by someone with power as a child and now he needs this power he needs this um kind of sort of recognition that he is godly or maybe he just has certain insecurities with the idea of power because when looking at um when watching the movie i definitely request that request i definitely think you should watch the movies if you're like kind of interested in this um anyways I definitely think that he might have some sort of anger towards power. Maybe someone in power hurt him or did something bad to him, but it's also really hard for me to sympathize with him specifically. The next one is Milan, which is literally my favorite Disney movie. Uh, the little overview is fearful fearful that her ailing father will be drafted into the Chinese military. Mulan takes his spot. Though as a girl living under a patriarchal regime, she is technically unqualified to serve. She clearly impersonates a man. Oh, she cleverly impersonates a man and goes off to train with fellow recruits. Accompanied by her dragon, Wushu, she uses her smarts to help ward off the hunt and ward off a hunt invasion, falling in love with the dashing captain along the way. So let's talk about this. And I'm going to talk about 
two different things, which is one, first of all, the remake was trash. I decided not to support the remake because of where they filmed and the lead actors. Um, ideas. Uh, I definitely disagree with some of her ideas, which if you're confused, you can just Google it. It's really easy. Um, and now the villain. So the Huns. I don't know where the Huns could have came from, I guess. I think that they just grew up with different beliefs, and I guess those different beliefs didn't... Like, see, I don't know how to, talk, like, talk about this because it's a group of people that you don't really get any background on. And it's a group of people with so many different personalities because there's, I feel like in groups, there's always that one person who's shy and intimidated because they had a horrible childhood and they're just really nervous to be around people. There's the one that's kind of power hungry because they were probably the wink link as a child. Um... And then there's just the followers who feel like they need to follow to either be safe or because they just are lost themselves. So it's really hard to kind of dissect um, the Huns, I guess, because that's kind of the villain of the movie. The next movie is Princess and the Frog. We have two more to go after this. Hardworking and ambitious Tiana dreams of one day opening the finest restaurant in New Orleans. Do you say New Orleans or New Orleans? I don't know. It's, it's, it it kind of depends. <laughs> Her dream takes a slight detour when she meets Prince Naveen, who has been turned into an amphibian by Doctor, by evil Dr. Facilier. Mistaking her for a princess and hoping to break the spell, Naveen plants a kiss on Portiana, thereby turning her into a frog as well. Why did I- well, like my voice just kind of elevated anyways. The pair hop along an adventure through the bayous to seek help from a powerful voodoo priestess. So that's definitely not the entire movie. Uh, these kind of just give you like really, really, really kind of subtle overviews, I guess, that don't really mention all the characters, which I think is weird. But as I said, but as it said um, in this one, the villain is Dr. Facilier. Is it Facilier or Facilier? I don't know. Um, I definitely think that mm, I think that maybe he he definitely grew up around like the magic and this kind of environment but I don't think that he ever really intended to be so hurtful towards people and I think that he is just kind of greedy I don't know I don't know where he could have really came from mm. it's kind of hard uh maybe he came from some sort of house where he didn't have much power and now he's using his power to help to quote-unquote help others but benefit himself he's obviously kind of scared because in the movie spoiler he has like these friends that he is obviously very scared and intimidated by so i'm gonna guess that maybe some experiences have led him to that to that toxic kind of area but it's also I need to like learn more about him because although he was in the movie you didn't get to kind of I didn't get a strong feeling of like super bad except for when he killed what's his the, like the little bug I forgot his name and I feel bad that hurts so bad anyways the next one is Tangled so it says Disney animation of a classic tale beautiful princess Rapunzel has been locked away in a tower since she was captured by captured as a baby by an old hag they say hag a lot in these um her magical long hair her magical long blonde hair sorry has the power to provide internal youth and the evil gothel 
uses this power to keep her young. At the age of 18, Rapunzel becomes curious about what's outside, what's in the outside world. And when the prince uses her tower as a refuge, she asks him to help her escape. Yeah, so the villain is Mother Gothel. Now, she definitely came from insecurities, let's just say that. Uh, I think that she came from some sort of maybe hatred to how she looks. And I think that that kind of led on through her life. But I also think that she just enjoys being attractive and youthful. I think she fears getting old. Um... Which is something that I hate. I hate when people are like, you have wrinkles, you're getting like old. Like, getting old is one of the most natural things you can do. And I know I tease my parents about this or whatever. But I hate how, like, movies and stupid wrinkle ads are like, oh, you don't want to get old, use this cream. Or, oh, getting old is ugly or whatever. Like, it's it's literally the most natural thing ever. Just like dying. They're both so natural and they're so, like, stigmatized to be bad. Anyways, so the last one I'm gonna cut that out, but I just sneezed. Uh, the last uh, princess movie, I guess, is Frozen. So I think everybody knows the overview of Frozen, but I'll still read it. Frozen. I don't know why I said it like that. When their kingdom becomes trapped in perpetual winter. Oh, I read that. Fearless Anna. Anna, sorry, my bad. Joins voice. I give up on reading. Joins forces with mountaineer Kristoff and his reindeer sidekick to find Anna's sister, Snow Queen Elsa, and break her icy spell. Although their epic journey leads to encounters with mystical trolls, a comedic snowman, harsh conditions, and magic at every turn. Whoa. Uh, uh, see, that doesn't make sense to me. Anyways. Anna and Kristoff briefly push off onward in a race to save their kingdom from the winter's cold grip. Yeah, um, I also think that this was written by the Grimm brothers, the original at least. So where could, I guess the villain was Anna and then it was Han, um, and spoilers again. I'm gonna spoil like all of this, but if you haven't seen these movies, I'm kind of surprised. Anyways, even if they're like dubbed, I'm kind of shocked. Uh, so... Elsa. Elsa obviously came from insecurities and fear, but Han, I think he just, he grew up with like 14 brothers, I think. I think he grew up with anger of having, of being kind of left out, not having as much power as his brothers, but it's also really hard for me to sympathize with him because he's kind of a jerk. So that was it for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm trying to push this out early. Uh... I don't know what else to say. I th I hope you have a great day or wherever you are, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And goodbye.